Welcome to The Extra Podcast, a production of Northview Community Church in Abbotsford, British Columbia. Your hosts, Jeff, Ezra, and Thalia will be discussing the Bible, relevant issues, and current events each week. At Northview, we love to study God's Word and discuss how it applies to our lives, but we try not to take ourselves too seriously. So feel free to laugh with us and at us as we try to challenge and encourage you in your faith. Hello, and welcome to The Extra Podcast. I am not Thalia, I am Sarah. I'm filling in for her. I'm a pastoral intern here at Northview, and usually we have Jeff and Ezra. Today we have Ezra and Vic. Ah. So Jeff is away in Halifax, and Vic was sitting at his desk, and I thought, he wants to be on the podcast. So Vic was sitting on Jeff's desk? No, 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 no. no. I was sitting at my desk, sequestered probably 20 minutes before this all, so I'm totally prepped, ready to go. Totally prepped, but that's how how we roll here. That's how we do this. There you go. (laughs) Okay, so Thalia likes to start with a question question of the day. I have five questions of the day, but oh, they're wow. really fast. They're would you rather questions. And, mm. and that will kind of let us know what our topic is today. Okay. So would you rather play a board game or read a book? Vic? Oh, totally read a book. Board games are not me. No. Oh, Ezra? God bless you. I will call you blessed. No <laughs> okay. games. No board games. Are you kidding? Reading a book. Reading a book. Okay. Oh, yeah. but, but don't tell some of my friends that though, because they love playing the board games. Yeah, and, my yeah. dear wife. Yeah. She'll be okay. all okay. board yeah. games. All right. Uh, uh-huh. Josh, what do you, what do you have to say? I'm into board games. All right, yeah. Josh is our producer, yeah. so I might ask him a question. <laughs> and here Sarah, and you? Um, I would. Oh. Oh. I, I'm really social, so the board Royal game would get me. Royal Five, right now, big game reading. coming up. Royal Five. Royal you heard five. of that? One? Yeah, Darcy introduced that one to well, us. Like, it's a from board game. Settlers no, no, of it's, a card, it's a card game, oh. right? But oh. it's, it's. Oh yes, I've heard of it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. And, okay. Huh. Uh, play golf or go fishing. Oh, golf any day. Now, why would I hit a ball and go and look for it? Uh, <laughs> the fish. question. Great, great question, Ezra. <laughs> right, yeah. Josh. You guys totally fishing. misunderstand. Hundred percent fishing. All right, I would golf. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> but I like fishing too. But I've got two boys, so we do all these things, and my daughter doesn't like any of it. Um, okay, do some yard work or cook dinner. Cook dinner any day. Uh, yes, please. No, it, it would. No, it would be yard work. Yeah, oh, Josh. I'm, I kind of into kind of into both of those. I don't okay. know. Okay, pick one. Come on. Yeah. Uh, okay, cook dinner. Okay. I guess. we don't have a yard. So. Hike the Gross <laughs> Grind or cycle to Cultus Lake. <laughs> Neither. No, no you gotta <laughs> pick one. <laughs> Why would I hurt myself? <laughs> the just that that term, the grind. Okay, yeah. the Abbey Grind. Ow. Ow. Or like a, a, an outdoor walk. Yeah, this with a is... bit of an incline. Oh. Or cycle to Cultus Lake. Maybe I, I'm tired even thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, you are. You're <laughs> yes. like taking some deep yeah. breaths. Yeah, Vic. No, no, it'll be totally cycling. Cycling. Yeah. Actually, just last Sunday, Sunday myself went for a Where good cycle go? ride out to Sumas Prairie. Good I, I, for it was you. nice out there. I will say this though. What if if it means hiking when you're going hunting? Mm. Let's hike. Oh. That wasn't an uh, option, okay. but okay. <laughs> Add the pieces to it I, as you I've will. Got one more. Right. I got one more. Fix an old car or learn a new instrument? Fix an old car, yes. Oh, yeah. Please, it it uh, would be car, you. yeah. Old car, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, I would learn a new instrument. but <laughs> The reason I ask these questions is because today we're going to be talking about rest, recreation, relaxation, retirement. Sometimes those are all, well, the first three anyways are summarized in the word leisure. But retirement, we kind of want to throw in there too. We're going to be talking about this today. And the reason why is because it's a part of our lives. Sometimes it's too much a part of our lives. Sometimes it's not enough in our lives. We want to know what the Bible has to say about it. 
But I also want to know what you guys have to think about it. And I've got a few activities here and I want you to just quickly let me know if you think these are leisure activities, okay? Sure. Watching your kids or your grandkids or your friends' kids um, do activities, sports, concerts, dance recital. Just watching? Leisure? Just watching. You're not driving there. You're mm-hmm. watching. Mm-hmm. Leisure? Yes or no? Oh, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I okay. mean, I don't know what else that would be. That, uh, that would be leisure. Responsibility? I think it depends on your perspective. For me, that would be joy, delight, fun, exciting, no matter what they were doing, just because I just love my little grandkids. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I mean, it depends on how you define the term leisure. So, okay, we're going to get to that. Yeah, we we can talk about that then. I don't know. It it depends. It depends. (laughs) It depends. It depends on um, who's doing the activity. So, if my son is in soccer, and I'm watching him play soccer. Yeah, that's not leisure for me. I'm all oh. into it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my, totally. yes. I want him to play a certain way. Adrenaline's going. Oh, yeah. Okay, but I yeah. think you're talking about leisure as something more restful and relaxing. Sure. Okay. Refreshing for me. Hmm. Okay, so walking, watching a <laughs> soccer game is not refreshing for you. Uh, again, it depends. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, going to the gym. Like working out. It's, it's not like it's... <laughs> It's in the word. It's in the name. Working. Working. Out. Okay. <laughs> so not leisure. Mm-hmm. No, I would say it's probably more of a good discipline, but not yeah. a leisure for me. Okay. Uh-huh. What if you were really into like rowing or kayaking or <clears throat> cycling? Would those be leisurely activities? See, I think I think um, we would need to define what mm. what does Vic Vic? What do you understand by the term leisure, and what do I understand about the term leisure? Mm. And uh, it also, um, your definition of leisure probably is dependent on either your upbringing, your culture, the environment around you. What makes you, what activity do you engage in that relaxes you and refreshes you? But I think we can also have the same definition, but I can find something leisurely that you won't find leisurely. Absolutely, yes. 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 Yeah. Like okay, so let's talk okay. about a few definitions or ideas okay. around what leisure is, and sure. then we can and then we can unpack it. Yeah, unpack it a bit more. So, mm-hmm. what are some things that leisure to any to to any of you here would include? Reading Narnia over and over again. Okay, <laughs> so it's something really? you enjoy doing. <laughs> yeah, no, I think yeah. we, let's let's go underneath that. It's something yeah. you would enjoy. Right. Yeah. It's an or enjoyable experience. Me, uh, playing music, playing guitar, piano, that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I'm a doer kind of guy. So, yeah, reading a book sometimes is more of a discipline for me. Mm. Uh, going out and doing some work, doing some building something for for someone, um, going and helping somebody do some construction at their home. Doing, I find that leisurely because it's different from what I normally do, ah, and so that yes. is that is so helpful for me. It's, it's restful. It's refreshing. All of that stuff. So yeah. I'd say. Yeah. yeah, so for me, leisure would include, so um, what I would consider leisure activity for me would be if I go camping. And when we go camping, we it's work. You're setting up camp. Mm. You're always cleaning up and thinking about that next meal. And the kids are running around. They go to the water. They come back and all that. I'm always cleaning and fixing dinner differently because you're cooking differently. You don't have mm-hmm. all the things you need, mm. uh, conveniences that I have at home. 
but I find that very relaxing. Or last summer, I was able to build this intricate uh, bunk bed for my daughters in their room with study tables at the bottom and ladders and this, different things. And this was all off the top of your head. It wasn't a kit, I'm sure, no, Ezra. No, it was not a kit. Oh, so good for you, I buddy. Oh. took a book, a, a plain piece of paper, and I drew the whole design, and I measured everything, and I bought the things, and I yeah. went to my garage, and I cut all the wood, and I built this from scratch and joined it together, painted the whole thing, and set it up. I was so tired. It took me about mm -hmm. a week to finish this thing, and I was exhausted at, at the end of every day. But I found that probably one of the most relaxing things I've done in a while. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm going to suggest I'm going to suggest a definition here. See if Go those ahead. things that you all talked about fit in. Sure. Leisure is the growing time of the human spirit. So it's outside of your regular obligations. It provides the occasion for learning and freedom, for growth and expression, for rest and restoration, for rediscovering life in its entirety. It's a lot of words. It is. But it's got a lot of aspects. It has relaxation. Mm -hmm. It has enjoyment. It has mm -hmm. personal development. Like there's mm -hmm. some meaning attached to it. Right. It's not just frivolous. Right. Mm. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that, uh, with that definition. I think... Mm. And again, for different people, finding the, the goal there would be what is refreshing you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What is rejuvenating you? Yeah. Would be the, would so be the can, deal. can binging on Netflix be leisure? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I can say that. So if I go home today and I begin to binge on a show on Netflix for four hours... It's kind of like is a, that leisure? Is is scrolling on your Facebook feed right. le really leisure, is or it, are you concerned about everything and you're not actually resting because right? you're just paying attention to what everybody's doing, or you're focused on your show, processing all that new information constantly? I mean, the bigger question would be: Is it rejuvenating? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is it good for you? Is it good for you? Yeah. Is it yeah. rejuvenating? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because some people may say, you know, yeah, it totally refreshes me and relaxes me. Is it, or is it just yeah. an addiction? Yeah, or is it a coping mechanism because you don't want to think yeah, about, about mm -hmm. the rest mm -hmm. of life? Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, for somebody else, like the hammock in the backyard, the mm -hmm. ideal, yep. you know, thought of relaxation, going there and just having that nap, reading a book or whatever. For maybe somebody else, that would be refreshing, relaxing, all the rest. For me, I'd, I'd have a hammock there, but I wouldn't use it because mm. it's, it, to me, I don't find that as being that sense of, I don't know. I guess, again, we're all so differently made, mm -hmm. right? And so what is going to inspire, refresh me is going to be so different okay, from the so next Okay, so let me time. ask this question okay. then, uh, to all of you. What kind of a holiday would you prefer? Would you prefer to go to somewhere warm, by the beach, nice sand, warm water, uh, cool drinks and fun activities around for you? And yes, you, you're at the beach every day for four days, five days, whatever. Would you prefer that or would you prefer to go on a tour? Like you'd go to Boston and do the Freedom Trail and you're learning history and you're walking and you're seeing the city or you go to Prague and you see the history of, of, of Europe all there and you're visiting different museums. and So it's, it's a walking deal. You come back to your hotel or in wherever you're staying tired only to do, the, again, the next adventure again. So what kind of vacation would be most relaxing for you? See, I would say both. 
Mm. I mean, in, in one sense, the time of relaxation is just the, the, the means of what you're going to do when you're, when you're on your vacation. So sometimes relaxation is the absolute best thing. The next time, oh, I, I'm just so excited about being able to learn and find adventure and do all those things. So uh, I would say it's both of those, but recognizing mm. that at certain times in my life, there's times when it's nice to get away from work or from your environment, and no, I just need this time to refresh. And maybe that is grabbing a book and or walking the beach or whatever, and spending time with your wife that maybe you've neglected a little bit because of responsibilities, yeah. and that can can be uh, an ideal thing. And other times, no, let's go find some adventure together. Let's go do something else. How about I nuance that question a little bit? Would you prefer like a beach, uh, like a really popular beach where you're surrounded by people, or like more of a solitude situation? Where it's like just you and the people close to you. Oh yeah, no, I'd like the the solitude. Okay, you know, and then yeah. and walking beach, walking for miles and miles, right? Yeah. So there's a, there's a, a physical activity involved with that, but also mm-hmm. the aspect. Okay, we can stop and rest when we yeah. want to as well. I yeah. think mine's changed over the years. When my kids were really quite young, we would go to our cabin with them. And that's my favorite place, but it would still be busy. I'm still mm. doing laundry. I'm still cooking meals. There, I still had the ordinary routine, but I had my mm. husband home not working. So that felt mm. a little bit more like a holiday. Um, but now we love to do more adventurous mm. kind of travel and being on a beach all day. We can go on a beach vacation, but we're still going to play tennis. We're still going to explore. Right. We're still going to hike. We're, we're still going to do other things. We're not that family that just – that that is – restored by laying on the beach. Some people are restored by laying on the beach and they need that. I needed that more when my kids were really little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it changes. Yes. It did for me anyways. No. Yeah. I agree. And some of these activities that we're talking about, you know, talking about them doing it for ourselves. I mean, being able to do these with your spouse, right? Yeah. Playing t- tennis together with your husband. I mean, th- there's so much reward and fun in doing that, right? Going those long walks, doing those adventure things together. I mean, it's, again, that's just so refreshing and building into your relationship and all the rest that really helps just rest and restore you, yeah. right? As a couple, but it also, as you do it as a couple, it also restores you individually as well. Yeah. I think a challenge for people now is that they don't, they either have too much of this in their life or they don't have enough, hmm. right? I, 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 I see people struggle with the balance. Hmm. What do you think, Ezra? Um, maybe, okay, so th- this, uh, this probably a, a bit of that where people are struggling with balance, but I also th- think that people are not intentional about the kind of relaxation yeah. that most rejuvenates them. I agree. That's so, kind of what I meant by yeah. they don't have enough of it. They, they're yeah. seeking pleasure. There's a lot of pleasure-seeking activities, but not that restoration or rejuvenation. Right. Right. They, there, there is a little bit of that. But I also think living in a culture um, in our day where... Uh, why do I want a better job that pays more money so that I can do the better holidays, so that I can be Mm. as comfortable and as stress-free as I possibly can? And so some people will be like, hey, you know, you're really stressed, you should go to Disneyland. Or you're really stressed, so you should go to California or go to Mexico or do a a trip to Europe, whatever, to try and make yourself feel better. So the holiday is more therapeutic than it is refreshing there may be underlying issues there that probably mm-hmm. need to be addressed the unfortunate thing though that i find a lot of people have made the rest and relaxation it has now become an idol that is all you work yeah. for mm. 
Um, so you're always looking forward to the next holiday, the next getaway, the next big trip. And if the big trip is not uh, forthcoming, then you're always dragging your lip and just having a difficult time coping with the day to day. And in many cases, that now becomes idolatrous. And yeah. I don't know if you guys have experienced this too, but I, I have had a vacation where it, it kind of just lasted a little bit too long and it stopped being valuable. And I was just kind of like, oh, this is no longer, like I'm done. I need to go back. Yeah. It stopped being worth anything for me. I tell was, my kids yeah. that all the time when, when, we're, when we're somewhere really fun and they don't want to go home. I said, this wouldn't be fun if we did this every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if you don't have, and, and this brings in another conversation about work and the value of work and your vocation, but leisure is, is tied to that in a way because things wouldn't be leisurely. Yeah. You wouldn't need rest or relaxation if mm-hmm. you weren't working. Right, like, the perp- like Ezra's purpose in, in relaxation is from your work. Yeah. Right, and, yeah. but if it's not the end goal of all of our life is not just to relax. I think we would have to, there's got to be like a theological understanding Mm. of rest and what the purpose of rest is. I think God has created us to be, be, uh, he has wired us to be beings that work. Like we Mm. work, you're productive, you get things done. Um, There are people who work faster than others and so on. It's, it's, the, the issue is not the competition, but the issue is you're created to work, mm-hmm. but then you're also commanded to pause. After six days of creation, God rested on the seventh day, mm-hmm. and he made the seventh day holy. Now, the question is, why? Why does God call people to rest on the seventh day? Well, and what is the balance there, yeah? In, mm-hmm. Yeah, in the Old Testament, when he, when he commanded them to rest, it was so that they remember everything that he has done. Right. Mm-hmm. It was a remembrance of them getting out of Egypt. And so the the Sabbath and the constant remembrance of what God has done was to keep them focused. It was right. to keep them knowing that their provision, everything comes from the Lord. Right. Um, and, and we're under a different kind of standard now in mm-hmm. terms of how we're to understand the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. But I still think there's value in remembering and resting and knowing that everything you have and everything you do is all provided by God. So you're saying that it's more for remembrance than for refreshment, our, our leisure time, I, would you say? Well, or, or, I, I wouldn't necessarily take what the Sabbath was in the Old Testament and apply that purpose to us right now. I think there's value in us remembering, but mm-hmm. leisure now, the purpose isn't necessarily to remember but I think it's also to enjoy God's good gifts, the relationships in your life, um, creation, the the mm-hmm. hobbies that you enjoy, the things that you're good at. Yeah. You see, I think yeah. the way I view leisure uh, personally would be: this is when I'm pausing my from my day to day work, from my bread and butter uh, tasks. I'm pausing, doing something different but also appreciating the grace of God over my life. Mm. So it's, it's this moments of appreciating what God has done, who he is and what he has done. Why? Because when I'm doing my bread and butter stuff, in many cases, for most of us, we tend to think that our jobs depend on us. And if we are not there to execute, then the whole thing falls apart. From a human perspective, we say, yeah, but where mm. is God? 
God is sovereign. He's the one who has given us all that we have. He's the one who sustains all things. He's the one who gives. He's the one who takes away. So the success that we enjoy, yes, we worked hard, absolutely. But at the bottom, there are other people who work just as hard, if not harder, mm-hmm. and they are not as successful as we are. It is God who grants us this, the success we enjoy and the money we make and the properties we have. God is the one who's blessing. Therefore, when we are relaxing and enjoying the income we made and enjoying the things that God has made when you're building something, working on your yard, reading a book, touring Europe, whatever you're doing, I think there's got to be an intentional effort that we make, that we need to make, to remember to give thanks to the Lord for his goodness mm-hmm. over us mm-hmm. as we enjoy creation and as we enjoy other things that uh, he has provided in life, I think. Okay, I've got a question for you then, sure. Ezra. So mm-hmm. if it's not something you can actually be thankful to God for, is it something you should be doing? I don't know if it is. That's a very good question. Let me nuance and then jump to your question. So um, the thanking God for would be... A thanksgiving is rooted on what we do. So our bread and butter and the success that we enjoy Mm -hmm. in our work. So when I'm in my leisure activity, I am looking back at my own day-to-day bread and butter. I'm at Cultus Lake camping, but I'm looking back. I live in Abbotsford and how God has blessed us to have this place and Uh, a job and all that. So I'm thanking Mm -hmm. God about my life, even while I enjoy the scenery and the beach and the camping that I'm doing at Cultus. Right mm-hmm. now, to your question, um, uh, your question has to do with now I'm at Caltus Lake camping. Yeah. So if I cannot do what, like, thank well, I mean, Caltus is a, an example where it's God's creation, it, right. it's pretty easy to thank God for uh-huh. that. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of specifically if, if you take a lot of joy in um, watching movies or uh-huh that's kind of where you find your restoration. And there's inappropriate stuff in those movies. Can you really be thanking God for that? Uh, That's a very good question. And I think that's where I come back and I say many people, uh, and I many times find myself in this situation, am I as intentional about the kind of rest and relaxation that I will choose to engage Hmm. myself into? So am I being intentional or am I just being... Um, it is uh, almost what's the word like uh, it's 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 impromptu like I'm just uh, um, unintentionally yeah it's just as spor- yeah it's unintentional it's almost like hey let's do this now and now there we go we mm-hmm. it's spontaneous is the yeah, word yeah which so, is actually valued yes but there it, is it's maybe not valuable th- yeah so there is there is some good things about being spontaneous absolutely but then the question would be okay. Was there any thought in, I mean, I could be spontaneous while I'm at Caltus Lake, but I was very intentional about going to Caltus Lake, and then I can be spontaneous in the activities I do when I'm there. But the question is, did I sit down and actually, was I intentional about, hey, this this season we're going to go camping, and this is what we're going to do, or we're going to go to Europe, and this is what we're going to, so I was very intentional and purposeful about it. So I would say there are certain things like, okay, so I'm going to watch a movie, I'm going to do this, I'm going to, okay, 
Is there something wrong with watching movies? I think obviously we would say be careful with what you watch out there. Mm-hmm. And I think you're you're seeing the cultural story. And there are very many cr- movies that we would say they are Christian in that they have a Christian message or they're asking a good worldview question that, yeah, you should watch. Uh, the poetry and the art because they say something about culture and they'll help you, the Christian, understand the culture and be able to engage it gospel. But not all movies are helpful. Right, right. I love your word intentionality there because I think so often it's easy for us to do life. I have a little quote in my Bible from way, way back in my Bible school days is something about, you know, uh, Jesus went about doing good and then the question, why am I so content to just going about? And so Jesus, what he did, he had an intention of doing the good work, proclaiming the gospel, you know, showing, showing his life. And yet sometimes we just do life. And for me, an example of that would be, it's great for us to have, um, you know, family gatherings and stuff. And we can have them, and all of us can do a family gathering well. We can cook food well. We can interact well with relatives. Well, for the most part, right? There's always those few. But you, you can do that. But it's not just about us getting together, having a meal, celebrating something. It's also, this is how we can speak and encourage one another in the faith. But I seem to find that I have to be intentional about doing that, thinking even before it begins, what am I going to do? How am I going to encourage my family? How am I going to encourage them in their faith walk? How am I going to you know, come about with some kind of an idea to teach the grandkids or whatever it is? But it's being intentional in doing that, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think in all the things, like you said, Israel, I mean, in being intentional in, in how we go about doing life, how we, those leisure activities, oh, good, it's going to be so refreshing, but what else am I going to do that's going to help me grow in my walk with Christ through this? Or you could add and just say, in what ways do we worship God in how we live our lives, mm-hmm. be it during times of vocation. So right now we are in the thick of things. We are all working, but at some point, June, July, uh, July, August is coming. So we'll take some weeks there to go vacationing. So in what way will be will we be worshiping God as we vacation, traveling to different places, visiting relatives, going up country, whatever, wherever you'll be this summer? How are you worshiping God in the activities of leisure that you and your family will be engaged in would be the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And are we being intentional about uh, planning and thinking of ways, like you say, Vic, thinking of ways in which we can model uh, before those around us, be it kids or adults, model what true a true Christian, um, how, how your life is all worship before mm-hmm. God, even though you're having fun and mm-hmm. enjoying an ice right. cream or wading on water, walking on a beach, whatever you'll be doing. Yeah, I think, uh, and the, a picture comes to mind of, of someone who gets really upset when their vacation time doesn't go like they planned it to. Right. And it like that, I think, is an indication of what of where your hope is in your vacation. Is, is my hope to honor God regardless of what happens? Or is it, am I being kind of like, this is all about me the schedule I have. Yeah. Yeah. And and there's that balance of being intentional, having plans, kind of planning things out in a way that you think is going to be best. But But you see, the thing is, the thing thing would be for such a person who mm -hmm. gets very upset about a Mm -hmm. holiday that didn't turn out Mm -hmm. as they had intended. They spend all this money, but it didn't give them the joy, the pleasure, the satisfaction they were seeking. The question would be, is that was that an idol then? Right. You are hoping yeah. for this thing to give you joy that yeah. only God can give you, mm-hmm. but this thing obviously did not deliver. But you spent a good chunk of change right. to engage, and yeah. that's why I say for many people, um, 
in some cases we view the holiday as it's it's almost idolatrous yeah yeah it's the end like the holiday itself yeah. is the end and the yeah. joy that yeah. i'll get if only went to maui yeah Totally. Okay. Oh, oh, a, oh, hang on, but, but they're talking about my golf game here. Oh. You know? I go out with great expectation, pay <laughs> yeah. a lot of money for this leisure time, and then, and then totally blow it. And then, yeah, okay. All right, move on, Sarah. No, I have this, this quote, and I want to know what you guys think about this. We worship our work, we work at our play, and we play at our worship. I'll say it again. We worship our work, we work at our play, and we play at our worship. And this is that's very it, interesting. Yeah, uh-huh. do we do this, and is this wrong? Should we should we worship our work as Christians? We would say no. Mm-hmm. Um, what does it mean to work at our play? Are, are we trying too hard? Have we made it? Yeah, I, I don't know necessarily what that means. Um, and we play at our worship, meaning we don't take it seriously enough, or right. it's or it's all about the entertainment. You the get entertainment from it. part mm-hmm. of it, yeah. And I think the the idea of we work at our play could be we put so much energy and effort mm-hmm. um, in our place because we are seeking a whoosh mm. to to receive this whoosh. Oh, if only if only I went there and things went this way and this way, then I'd be so happy. I'd be so this and that and the other. And, and we're working cases. so hard to get the perfect Instagram picture. Right. Yeah. Right. And the perfect selfie. So we work so hard. It's over though. It's right. over. Right. The Tulip Every Festival's year. over. The highway's backed up to both exits. <laughs> and oh. Instagram is flooded with yeah. the Tulip pictures. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So we work we work at our play, uh-huh. trying to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I think we worship our play too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But because I think, it's all about the play. Yeah, it yeah. really is. It's all about the play. But I think we we judge individuals based off of their work. Like like it's just a cultural thing that we do around here. It's like, hi, my name's Josh. Uh, what I do you work do, at Josh? Northview. Yeah. And what's your name? And what do you do? And that's. My conception of you is based off of your name and your job. Yeah, but now that is if I met you the first time. Yeah. But if now you and I in community, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, so I'm going to Maui on holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ooh, I've been there. Yeah. You have been yeah. there. And you know, when you go there, you have to go here. And Vic has never been, uh, or maybe he's always thinking of being, but he's never been there because he loves going up, up to Prince George to hang out with family there. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, it's people trying to one-up each other right. on where they've been yeah. or where they've not been and things like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely think it's real, but I think we we emphasize work a little bit more than play. Than play. Because we have like mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of uh, you could call them mantras we have, or like you do you, treat yourself. It's like whatever makes you happy, like as long as you're making yourself happy, that's So if work want. is being worshipped, it's for an end means, and that in our culture, it's often for retirement and mm. this this drive to retire with money, right? Mm-hmm, like, Vic, mm-hmm. you work with um, a lot of the seniors here at Northview. Mm-hmm. Now, you're not asking me this question because I just happen to be the oldest person in this no, room. No, not And at I'm all. about two years away from retirement. <laughs> you could have just thrown that question out, I'm sure. <laughs> no, but you just informed everybody of that. So that actually gives you quite a bit of, of clout, right? Yes. So, what are your um, thoughts on retirement? On retirement, well, I know I've had some conversations and obviously Sandy and myself have been talking. What does that look like for us? And 
like I, I said before, I'm a do-it kind of guy. One of the things I, I, I've always thought, and, and from way, way back, I, I'm not going to retire. I'm just going to maybe slow down as I, as I get to the age that maybe I'm not as capable anymore. And I think that word capable is what I'm seeing. So the, the role that I'm in, how am I fulfilling that role? And am I continuing to do it? I don't want to be somebody that continues on and on. And okay, we really wish Vic would get out of here, right? We need somebody else in there. But uh, I'm going to do it because I feel that God's call is there, but then I still have the affirmation of my colleagues around me saying, Vic, keep going. You know, we appreciate what you do. We need you here, whatever. So, but what does that retirement look like? Well, then possibly that slowing down. I mean, I have to admit, yes, it's very conscious on my mind. So where are my RRSPs at, you know, and what the retirement's going to look like? And do I, I'm going to have sufficient income coming in and all of those things? And they can become very much an idol to me, you know. Boy, are we going to have enough? All those kind of things, right? right? And, and they become very, very important. Uh, whereas before it was just, well, we throw money into the bank and hopefully at some time it's going to actually come out and... Be something be that'll sub- to sustain yeah, ex- you exactly. while you're not employed. Right. right. Yeah. So uh, retirement is something that um, I would look. I, I want to finish well in what I do, and so, and, and also f- continue to find places that God. I don't think God has finished using the giftings in me yet, and I'm not right. just talking about here at church. But th- there's other things that I've enjoyed in life and ministry things that I've enjoyed. I love doing mission trips. I love. Uh, working in children's ministry, so still speaking at camps or going on more mission trips, so those kind of things. So it may not be sitting across the table, you know, uh, in an old folks home talking to somebody else. It may be doing something totally different than what I'm doing now. But but I want to continue in being involved in those kind of things uh, that still, you know, give enjoyment and a person can be effective. Because you're not retiring that. from being a Christian. Uh, (laughs) right like that work your gifts are still needed for the body and and for the church and and when i look long term at at family god's call for us as being leaders of our home is is a as a fella as a grandpa i i I realize that my children still need me desperately well they probably don't think so but i I think that i have things that i can equip and encourage them in their walk with i want to be so intentional in my grandkids life i want them to know who jesus is i want them to accept jesus i want to follow them to follow Jesus. So whatever Sandy and myself are doing to create that kind of environment, we want to keep doing that. So that doesn't stop at retirement. That, For us, that probably determines what our retirement looks like, whether that means, okay, maybe we're not considering South as much as maybe some will, because we see an investment right here that we really need to uh, deposit into. Yeah. So does leisure look different when you're retired from your employment? Employment-wise, yeah, like I said before, probably backing off and and moving away from the salaried position, mm-hmm. but not in terms of involvement in ministry. There'll still be some ministry. meaningful oh, kind of work. you bet. Yeah, that you happens. Bet. See, I think for those who are listening and who are contemplating retirement or those who already are, and maybe some who are like me in their mid-40s thinking, okay, so I only have 15 or 20 more years before I get to that retirement uh, age, uh, from a Christian perspective, I like what you said, Sarah, you know, you're, you're not retiring from being a Christian. You're, you're always going to be Christian until the day you pass on and you go to glory. Yeah. I think um, enjoying retirement and traveling and seeing things and, and, and giving thanks for what you've been able to achieve and build through your working years is a good thing. I think... Um, 
we need it could also be um like worship in the sense that my goodness look at how far god has brought us so you and your spouse if your spouse is still alive and will be with you you can look back and say you know when we began we had nothing we only had ourselves and just a few dollars in our account and look at the kingdom that god has been has blessed us and enabled us to build mm-hmm. so enjoying the good things that god has given us is v- vital it's good it's, it's worship enjoy it god yeah. is the one who's given it to you however i'd also go as far as saying again being intentional about okay so now how are you going to continue building the kingdom of god and passing on the baton of faith to the ones who are behind you mm-hmm. um in in uh, as as you age gracefully and i think the latter is something that uh quite a number of people are not uh thinking about intentionally so they would think hey you know i'm retired so i'm just going to stay at home maybe take care of my grandkids a little bit here and there then i'm going to we're going to tour mexico we're going to go here we're going to do that so it's all about the holiday but there's never a gospel um a gospel um engagement where people are you know how how what am i doing with the time i now have for the kingdom of god now i may not be as fast as i was when i was in my 30s for sure and i may not be able to volunteer forever yeah absolutely you can only give so many hours that's great and you're going to enjoy sometimes great but in what way building the kingdom of our lord even as you uh, age um, gracefully age mm-hmm. And that's the intentionality that I would say the gospel is always pushing us to partner with one another in the gospel. And that's basically Philemon, what we are preaching through, uh, verse 4 to 7, particularly verse 6, where Paul is telling uh, Philemon, partner with us in the faith. What does that mean? And I think that doesn't just apply to the young people. It also applies to those who have gone before, who who are older, who are retiring or have retired already. Mm-hmm. In what mm-hmm. way are you partnering in the faith with other Christians with the time that you now have? That is assuming that you 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 did well and God blessed, and you now no longer need to go and get supplementary income elsewhere. Right, right. You know, I. I think that we said before intentionality was a key term. I think another one is tension. I think there should always be a tension in our life. Sure, we can go and enjoy our holidays and enjoy this leisure time, and especially thinking of the retirement aspect. But then I also have another responsibility in my Christian faith of being able to pass that on. So the tension of I can... But, but maybe, shouldn't. but maybe I shouldn't. Yeah. You know, so that 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 back and forth that needs to go, and, and that's I think just a common understanding in our Christian life. How much should I give? How much should I stay for myself? How much time do I invest in here? How much time do I give back to my church? All that tension should always be there in our yeah. life in our Christian walk. And, and I think what we should stay away from is making a law and make it mm-hmm. legalistic. I think each person should decide in his own heart how much they should give. Not reluctantly. California for yeah, every winter. Not reluctantly. All those not under compulsion. But what you give, give with a cheerful heart, mm. and with always the question: How much? How much? Uh, what does the gospel mean to you? Yeah. And then you give to that extent. Mm. And some person may say, "You know what? I'll be volunteering. I'll be now working for a uh, non-Christian organization. Uh, no, I mean a Christian organization, volunteering there thirty-five hours a week." And Vic may say, "You know what? I can only give five hours a week this week." 
the person giving 30 hours and the person and giving five the question is what's the attitude mm-hmm. there so again each person just decide uh, obviously enjoy what God has enabled you to build and and amass through the years absolutely but there's also a gospel call mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. and that tension should be there even before retirement, when you're going, how oh. much time should I spend on my leisure activity versus serving at my church versus yep. um, caring for my family or, mm-hmm. or going to work, all those things. So it was a great discussion, guys. We did not solve the problems that we all have around <laughs> maybe balancing But I'm relaxed. Uh, how about you, Ed? This was, you oh, good? yeah. Okay. This was leisurely for yeah. me, actually. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was work for me. You can see I'm sweating right now. <laughs> no, I think, I mean, we could end by telling people, you enjoy your summer. Yeah. And in your enjoying of your summer, worship God. Yeah, mm-hmm. James tells us that every good and perfect gift yeah. comes from God. Worship and we need God. To... Watch your God and you're enjoying, right on. Yeah. enjoying the God lake, enjoy the travels, mm-hmm. enjoy the staying at home and maybe doing your your yard, whatever you'll be doing, worship the Lord, enjoy it, but also give thanks that the Lord has given you the ability to pause from your work and get some time to get away and just pause for a minute. Okay, so that's all we're going to say about rest, relaxation, recreation, and retirement. But if you have questions for the podcast, email us extra at northview.org and we can talk about this again sometime so thanks for joining us have a great week